Chapter Twenty Seven of Russia in Nineteen Nineteen by Arthur Ransom. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Chapter Twenty Seven, The Third International. March Third, one day near the end of February, Bukharin, hearing that I meant to leave quite soon, said rather mysteriously, "Wait a few days longer." because something of international importance is going to happen which will certainly be of interest for your history that was the only hint i got of the preparation of the third international bukharin refused to say more on march third reinstein looked in about nine in the morning and said he had got me a guest's ticket for the conference in the kremlin and wondered why i had not been there the day before when it had opened i told him i knew nothing whatever about it litvinov and karakhan whom i had seen quite recently had never mentioned it and guessing that this must be the secret at which bukharin had hinted i supposed that they had purposely kept silence i therefore rang up litvinov and asked if they had had any reason against my going he said that he had thought it would not interest me so i went the conference was still a secret there was nothing about it in the morning papers the meeting was in a smallish room with a dais at one end in the old courts of justice built in the time of catherine the second who would certainly have turned in her grave if she had known the use to which it was being put two very smart soldiers of the red army were guarding the doors the whole room including the floor was decorated in red there were banners with long live the third international inscribed upon them in many languages the presidium was on the raised dais at the end of the room lenin sitting in the middle behind a long red-covered table with albrecht a young german spartacist on the right and platen the swiss on the left the auditorium sloped down to the foot of the dais chairs were arranged on each side of an alleyway down the middle and the four or five front rows had little tables for convenience and writing everybody of importance was there trotsky zinoviev kamenov chicherin bukharin karakhan litvinov vorovsky steklov rakovsky representing here the balkan socialist party skripnik representing the ukraine then there were stang norwegian left socialists grimlund swedish left sadu france finberg british socialist party reinstein american socialist labor party a turk a german austrian a chinese and so on business was conducted and speeches were made in all languages though where possible german was used because more of the foreigners knew german than knew french this was unlucky for me when i got there people were making reports about the situation in the different countries finberg spoke in english rakovsky in french sadu also skripnik who being asked refused to talk german and said he would speak in either ukrainian or russian and to most people's relief chose the latter made several interesting points about the new revolution in the ukraine the killing of the leaders under the skropodaski regime had made no difference to the movement and town after town was falling after internal revolt this was before they had kiev and of course long before they had taken odessa both of which gains they confidently prophesied the sharp lesson of german occupation had taught the ukrainian social revolutionaries what their experiences during the last fifteen months had taught the russian and all parties were working together but the real interest of the gathering was in its attitude towards the Bern conference 
many letters had been received from members of that conference longuet for example wishing that the communists had been represented there and the view taken at moscow was that the left wing at berne was feeling uncomfortable at sitting down with scheidemann and company let them definitely break with them finish with the second international and join the third it was clear that this gathering in the kremlin was meant as the nucleus of a new international opposed to that which had split into national groups each supporting its own government in the prosecution of the war that was the leitmotif of the whole affair trotsky in a leather coat military breeches and gaiters with a fur hat with the sign of the red army in front was looking very well but a strange figure for those who had known him as one of the greatest anti-militarists in europe lenin sat quietly listening speaking when necessary in almost every european language with astonishing ease balabanova talked about italy and seemed happy at last even in soviet russia to be once more in a secret meeting it was really an extraordinary affair and in spite of some childishness i could not help realizing that i was present at something that will go down in the histories of socialism much like that other strange meeting convened in london in eighteen forty eight the vital figures of the conference not counting platon whom i do not know and on whom i can express no opinion were lenin and the young german albrecht who fired no doubt by the events actually taking place in his country spoke with brain and character the german austrian also seemed a real man rakovsky skripnik and sirola the finn really represented something but there was a make-believe side to the whole affair in which the english left socialists were represented by finberg and the americans by reinstein neither of whom had or was likely to have any means of communicating with his constituents march fourth in the kremlin they were discussing the program on which the new international was to stand this is of course dictatorship of the proletariat and all that that implies i heard lenin make a long speech the main point of which was to show that kautsky and his supporters at berne were now condemning the very tactics which they had praised in nineteen o six when i was leaving the kremlin i met sirola walking in the square outside the building without a hat without a coat in a cold so intense that i was putting snow on my nose to prevent frostbite i exclaimed sirola smiled his ingenuous smile it is march he said spring is coming march fifth today all secrecy was dropped a little prematurely i fancy for when i got to the kremlin i found that the first note of opposition had been struck by the man who least of all was expected to strike it albrecht the young german had opposed the immediate founding of the third international on the double ground that not all nations were properly represented and that it might make difficulties for the political parties concerned in their own countries everyone was against him rakovsky pointed out that the same objections could have been raised against the founding of the first international by marx in london the german austrian combated albrecht's second point other people said that the different parties concerned had long ago definitely broken with the second international albrecht was in a minority of one it was decided therefore that this conference was actually the third international platon announced the decision and the international was sung in a dozen languages at once then albrecht stood up a little red in the face and said that he of course recognized the decision and would announce it in germany march sixth 
the conference in the kremlin ended with the usual singing and a photograph some time before the end when trotsky had just finished speaking and had left the tribune there was a squeal of protest from the photographer who had just trained his apparatus someone remarked the dictatorship of the photographer and amid general laughter trotsky had to return to the tribune and stand silent while the unabashed photographer took two pictures the founding of the third international had been proclaimed in the morning papers and an extraordinary meeting in the great theatre announced for the evening i got to the theatre at about five and had difficulty in getting in though i had a special ticket as a correspondent there were queues outside all the doors the moscow soviet was there the executive committee representatives of the trades unions and the factory committees etc the huge theatre and the platform were crammed people standing in the aisles and even packed close together in the wings of the stage kamenov opened the meeting by a solemn announcement of the founding of the third international in the kremlin there was a roar of applause from the audience which rose and sang the international in a way that i have never heard it sung since the all-russian assembly when the news came of the strikes in germany during the brest negotiations kamenov then spoke of those who had died on the way mentioning liebknecht and rosa luxemburg and the whole theatre stood again while the orchestra played you fell as victims then lenin spoke if i had ever thought that lenin was losing his personal popularity i got my answer now it was a long time before he could speak at all everybody standing and drowning his attempts to speak with roar after roar of applause it was an extraordinary overwhelming scene tier after tier crammed with workmen the parterre filled the whole platform and the wings a knot of workwomen were close to me and they almost fought to see him and shouted as if each one were determined that he should hear her in particular he spoke as usual in the simplest way emphasizing the fact that the revolutionary struggle everywhere was forced to use the soviet forms we declare our solidarity with the aims of the sovietists he read from an italian paper and added and that was when they did not know what our aims were and before we had an established program ourselves albrecht made a very long reasoned speech for spartacus which was translated by trotsky Guibault, seemingly a mere child spoke of the socialist movement in france steklov was translating him when i left you must remember that i had had nearly two years of such meetings and am not a russian when i got outside the theatre i found at each door a disappointed crowd that had been unable to get in the proceedings finished up next day with a review in the red square and a general holiday if the bern delegates had come as they were expected they would have been told by the communists that they were welcome visitors but that they were not regarded as representing the international there would then have ensued a lively battle over each one of the delegates the mensheviks urging him to stick to bern and the communists urging him to express allegiance to the kremlin there would have been demonstrations and counter-demonstrations and altogether i am very sorry that it did not happen and that i was not there to see end of chapter twenty seven recording by expatriate in bangor maine